You're listening to Barter with Christine with your host, profit improvement expert, Christine Radovich. Listen live each Monday at 2 as Christine talks with business owners on how to increase cash flow and grow profits. Happy Monday. This is, excuse me, Christine with the Barter with Christine show. And I am so happy to be back. I have had a little hiatus, uh, as you can tell by my voice. It's not 100%. Uh, If you missed hearing me for the last few weeks, I had to do a replay and had the incredible Joe White from the Profit Gorilla show fill in for me because I have had this crazy case of laryngitis that just would not go away. And fact, I'm still a little raspy and not quite 100%, but at least now I am audible and able to be here. So for two weeks, Joe White uh, did an amazing job filling in for me when I had no voice at all, and I cannot thank him enough. And if you stick around today, you can catch his show at 2.30 right after this show. He always brings lots of great information for your business, Uh, so stay tuned for the Profit Gorilla. Now, today, because I wasn't so sure if my voice was going to be good enough, I did not plan to have an in-studio guest today in case I had to cancel. So with that being said, and because I like to share valuable information with my audience, I thought I would do another public safety awareness message about various scams taking place. So that is my barter with you today. Um... You know, I I like to share information and we'll be delving into, you know, some really good stuff. So I just want you to share that with others, you know, so that they don't become a victim. Um, So whether or not you use the Internet, you know, I'm sure at some point you have received phone calls from people impersonating various agencies that ultimately are trying to defraud you for either your personal information or to get you to purchase gift cards to pay for something. Some of their tactics even result in threats of arrest or freezing your social security number. Phone calls to your residents are quite annoying, and some of these scammers can be really convincing. Now, you may be listening right now and thinking to yourself, oh, I know about that, and I am not going to give my information out over the phone. But there are many elderly people, as well as people that have come here from other countries, who are not aware that they are being taken advantage of, Um, whether it be, you know, language barriers or just not understanding that, you know, the IRS will never call you or, you know, there is no problem with your social security number. Um, So, you know, I I, want to put this out there because even though you yourself may not feel as though you could be the victim of a scam because you're you're pretty alert and pretty, um, you know, perceptive to some of these tactics, believe it or not, there's a lot of stuff taking place out there that can fool even the brightest of individuals. So I want to give a quick run through some of the most common scams, but I really want to delve into one particular one uh, towards the end of my show that is really common um, and just give you some really good information. So the first one I'm going to talk about, you may have you know gotten that phone call. It's the IRS scam. This is a big one. They call, they tell you that you owe the money and you're about to be arrested for non-payment of, of money owed to them. And again, like I said a few minutes ago, first of all, the IRS will never 
call you. They will send you letters in the mail if they want to get a hold of you. If you see IRS come up on your caller ID, do not answer. It is not the IRS calling you. I can assure you of that. So um, these tactics, you know, they, you know, sometimes you'll hear a foreign speaking individual on the phone with a name like Dave Jones. And, you know, it's it's a scammer. Um, You know, I have a personal experience with this one. Someone called my home and tried to scam me on that. And I I knew better. Um, So I I got their phone number for off the caller ID and I called them back and (laughs) I um, uh, what I, I took some things into my own own hands only because I have a little bit of experience in how to get around some of these folks. But ultimately, what I did was I ended up um, getting them shut down. And it was great that, you know, they weren't able to do that to anybody else. But, um, you know, let's just say I came across some information and I found a way to get into their mailbox. And (laughs) I know I shouldn't be telling you this, but um, I was able to listen to all the victims that they had called and wrote down all their names and numbers, called them all back and told them it was a scam. Do not respond to these people. Do not leave your personal information on their on their voicemail. You know, that's all they're after is your personal information. So, you know, if we work together as a whole to fight these guys, maybe it'll stop or we can diminish it. But it's one of the biggest scams out there. Um, next up, believe it or not, the Social Security scam. Federal authorities say they have seen fraudulent calls from Social Security Administration imposters skyrocket over the past year, overtaking the fake IRS calls. So people filed over 76,000 reports about Social Security imposters in the 12 months ending in March, with reported losses of 19 million, according to the Federal Trade Commission, which investigates consumer fraud. That is sickening. Uh, About 36,000 of those complaints and 6.7 million of the losses were reported in February and March alone. So these criminals are quite aggressive, and they try to scare their targets into action. In one common tactic, the fake callers tell the potential victim that his or her social security number has been suspended because of suspicious activity or because it has been involved in a crime. The callers may ask their victims to confirm their social security numbers. They even say that the victims must must withdraw cash from their bank accounts and that the bank accounts will be frozen if the victims don't act quickly. I don't know about you guys, but if you saw a number, if you're, and especially if you're an elderly person and you see the Social Security Administration come up on your caller ID, number one, you're probably going to answer it. Number two, you might fall for this. Um, but today, um, you know, there's technology, which I'll get into in a little bit, that make it seem like people are calling from these places and they're not. Um, now, some people are scared enough that they follow the caller's orders to withdraw money and put it on a gift card and then give the card's numbers to the criminals. Less commonly, the FTC said people have followed instructions to withdraw cash and convert it into digital currency by depositing it into a Bitcoin ATM where it becomes accessible to the thieves. Now, in general, if you get an unsolicited phone call asking for detailed financial or personal information, be suspicious and don't share any information. The Social Security Administration, just like the IRS, will not contact you out of the blue. If you have elderly parents, grandparents, or neighbors, 
please, please, please alert them to this scam. Now, as I said about technology, technology is a blessing and a curse. There are apps out there now that allow you to spoof phone numbers, which means someone can plug in the number of your electric company or your phone company, of course, the IRS or the Social Security Administration, and scam you that way. You think you're seeing, excuse me, maybe Verizon on the caller ID and think it's them. You're being told you have an unpaid bill, and the next thing you know, you're verifying your personal information and credentials to some criminal on the other end of the phone. The rule of thumb here is that if you're called asking for money, whether it be your bank, phone company, power company, always ask them what it's regarding and then call them back, but not on a phone number that they might provide you with. Call the real phone number for that company. They will let you know if you truly have an unpaid bill or if they needed you for some reason. Now, if you use the internet, like many of us do on a daily basis, especially for work. You may face these scammers on a daily basis, it's so bad, and and maybe you don't realize it, and maybe you do. From friend requests on Facebook from strangers, Instagram followers, and dating websites, the scams out there are quite frankly of epidemic proportions. So that is why I wanted to do this show today. I like to give back and, you know, it's not always about trying to sell something or, you know, trying to engage you, you know, into what I do all the time. Sometimes it's about just creating awareness and, you know, letting people know that we do not have to be victims. So, you know, there's no discrimination when it comes to who can potentially become a victim. Even the smartest individuals can be fooled, at least to some extent. There are so many different types of scams out there, as I mentioned earlier, um, online. And, you know, like the online um, Microsoft Security Essentials, that's another one. A fake error message that mimics a typical Windows blue screen of death pops up on your computer screen. And you feel like you're all locked up. And if you call the 800 number at the bottom of the error message, guess what? You're not talking to Microsoft. You're talking to a scammer posing as a Microsoft tech support rep. The fake rep will try to talk you into downloading a software tool that will supposedly fix the error for you. Of course, in actuality, there is no error to fix. The download is actually additional malware. And that means they're attaching files to your computer, they're getting your address book, and they're, you know, it's just a mess. So if this message ever pops up on your PC, it will mean that your computer has already been infected with malware. So, you know, run security uh, programs on it or get a professional IT person to look into it. Real Windows error messages do not include contact information for quote-unquote support, such as an 800 number listed at the bottom of the fake screen. So the bottom line on that one is that hackers and scammers are getting even better at their deceitful craft all the time. And that's why it pays to always be on your guard, question everything that you see online and on your computer screen. So... I'm going to take a short break and go to a commercial, and when I come back, we're going to discuss a really big 
scam that's taking place right now. And if I'm lucky enough, we might be able to reach, um, you know, somebody to call in and give us a little information on that. Um, trying to get a hold of someone right now that I was hoping to have on as a guest that you can hear from. But if that doesn't happen, that's fine. I'll just talk your ear off. But anyway, um, you know, you know, this is the Barter with Christine show. You can visit my site, barterwithchristine.com. You can also find me on Facebook under Barter with Christine. Or if you'd like more information on trading, which is my normal day uh, weekly topic, you can go to atlanticbarter.com. But either way, I will be with you when we come back from the commercial. Stay tuned. Jim, your restaurant looks great. You have a lot of new customers. Thanks, Dan. Things have really turned around. What changed? I joined Atlantic Barter, one of the area's oldest and largest barter exchanges in the Mid-Atlantic region. They really helped me grow my business. How did they help you? Well, through them, I traded restaurant meals in exchange for things like advertising and pest control services. They saved me thousands of dollars already. Do you think my business could benefit? Absolutely. The painter I used on trade to paint my restaurant picked up a cash job from one of my customers. That's great. I need new customers. Give them a call at 302-654-5650 or visit AtlanticBarter.com. They work with all kinds of businesses. I'm calling today. I definitely want to save some cash. I don't know why I haven't done this before. Be smarter, think barter. Visit them on the web at AtlanticBarter.com to build barter into your business plan. Call 302-654-5650. That's 302-654-5650. My name is Joe Ball. I am 88 years old. 88 years old. I don't look that old, except in the mirror. I've been in business over 61 years, aiding small and medium-sized firms with their advertising and related needs. I'm still at it. You can benefit from my lifetime experiences. Call me personally at 484-562-0060. That's 484-562-0060. Or see www.phillybizmedia.com. That's www.phillybizmedia.com. Make your contact soon, for obvious reasons. I'm 88 years old. 484-562-0060. And you're back listening to The Barter with Christine Show. I'm your host, Christine Radovich. little raspy here this week, getting over a case of laryngitis. But I am audible, so I am here. Uh, there's no in-studio guest today. You just stuck with me talking your ear off for a half hour. Uh, but I wanted to bring you some really important information, uh, kind of a public safety awareness message. There's so many scams taking place out there today, and uh, I'm just about done with it. Um, so, you know, having a little bit of background in how to combat these people, I figured it'd be good to bring you some information and create some awareness and, and, and hopefully you, the barter that we do here today is that I'll bring you the information. I just want you to share it with somebody else. Give it to someone else. I'm going to give it to you. I want you to give it away. So if you know elderly people, you know, or anybody really, I mean, even younger people, anybody can be fooled by these scams. And in the first part of the segment today, I went over the IRS scam, Social Security Administration scam, the Microsoft Security Essentials scam, and there's so many more. 
And so for the the next part of the segment, I want to talk about the famous one, the big one, um, even bigger than the IRS, believe it or not, the Casanova scams. It's the online romance scams. So if you're married, you're probably not on those dating websites. But even if you're not, I am certain you probably had a friend request from somebody on Facebook that you didn't know. And if you're, you know, somewhat attractive female, I'm sure you get a lot of those requests. And, you know, it's funny, there's a common denominator in many of them. Uh, They're either widowed and nothing against people who are widowed. But my gosh, there aren't that many widows out there that are randomly (laughs) sending messages out to single women to try to find love. Uh, Or they're military and they are not home. They're away in Dubai or India or Turkey. Um, Or maybe they have a profession where they're an oil rig operator or they're a contractor and they're overseas. These are all the big red flags for some of these uh, romance scammers. And it doesn't necessarily even have to be for romance. Sometimes it's just friending them. And, um, you know, people who are unaware that these scams are taking place might accept a friend request. And it's even more prevalent to some degree, on Instagram. And I was fairly new to Instagram uh, recently. I do have the Barter with Christine uh, handle on Instagram, and I try to put some information out there because, you know, social media is important. And, you know, in fact, uh, in talking about social media, we have a really great new member, by the way, in Atlantic Barter that actually can teach you how to utilize your social media. But that's going to be for another show. Uh, But today I'm focused on getting you the information about bringing awareness to how these scams occur, how not to fall prey to this as a victim. So the romance scams or social catfishers um, are, you know, out there heavily sending out thousands of friend requests. And they figure if they can get, you know, at least 100 or a couple hundred people out of thousands of friend requests that they send out and they can engage them and become your quote unquote friend, Um, then they lure you into their tactics. So if you don't know what a catfisher is, a catfisher is an individual who uses the internet and in particular online dating websites to lure people into a scam romance. Now, the general goal of a catfisher is financial gain by developing an online relationship with another person and ultimately asking for money. And let me tell you, these scammers are everywhere. If you use the social media platforms, you more than likely have been contacted by a scammer. If you have not taken measures to make sure that your account is private, that is the first thing you should do. Now, many of us need to have public profiles for business. So you need to be able to recognize the red flags and keep yourself as safe as possible. I don't want to alarm you, but you know, again, if you're fairly attractive, chances are and you know, someone out there may even be using your photographs to create a fake profile and use it to scam someone else. Now, unfortunately, there is not much that you can do about that. But keeping your profile private where all of your pictures aren't out there in public domain is the first step in securing yourself. These these scammers are looking for public profiles with a lot of photos. 
and maybe a lot of videos. And they're using that so that they can create these false profiles and you know, go by a different name. And next thing you know, uh, you know, Christine Radovich is now, you know, Kate Johnson. <laughs> and, you know, she's looking for love in all the wrong places, apparently. Uh, and I'm not saying that didn't happen to me, but it could, you know, because I do have a public profile out there. My, well, my, my Facebook is private. So you have to be a friend to be my Facebook uh, friend. Um, but, you know, Instagram's fairly public, but there is a private setting on there. But again, in business, you know, some of these scammers are looking for people with good careers, um, people that have lots of photos that they can use. So let me give you a couple examples of this. Take, for instance, Ivan Alikin. He's a public figure in Russia who runs a TV show called The Startup Show. His photos are constantly being used in romance scams because well, let's face it, he has a face most women would just fall in love with. So you may see his photos floating around Instagram or various dating websites under fake names, and you just think this really hot guy is hitting you up. Well, that's not always the case. And some of these scammers are getting really good with their grammar, um, you know, but again, listen, if you do make the mistake of accepting someone's message and they Start heavy with the flattery right away. That's that's big red flag number one. Number two, you know, they're they they tell you their sad story. You know, they're either away on business, uh, cut off from you know the population, and maybe they're um, I don't know, maybe they're a widow or they lost a wife in a tragic accident or or you know something happened. You know, they try to play that that tug on your heartstrings. Um, you know, and eventually they warm up to you. You know, they, they're asking, tell me all about yourself. That's another big red flag. People are really trying to get to know each other. Don't use the terminology. Hey, tell me all about yourself. You know, as a single person, I can tell you if I meet someone, I'm not using that verbiage. I'm really just kind of asking specific questions to things that I want to know to get to so know someone. I'm not saying, tell me all about yourself. I want to know everything about you. <laughs> so you Use that as kind of a um, an outline of what to look for, um, you know. And then there's another there's another guy out there, Doctor Fernando Gomes Pinto. He is a really handsome doctor and another one who's just been victimized by these scammers using his photos. He literally had to post a video of himself in two different languages that he speaks, assuring people he's not out there soliciting you for dating or romance or you know, he doesn't need Google you know, Play cards or iTunes gift cards. And that's another big thing that these scammers will do. After they become your friend, you know, they'll say something like, oh, you know, um, my Internet connection isn't really good here on this oil rig. And, um, you know, I really want to listen to my music and read my online books. Could you help me out and just get me a $200, you know, Google Play gift card? And you're thinking, you know, why would this, you know, good looking man, you know, ask you for money on a gift card? Well, why? Because it's a scammer. And, and you should be asking yourself those questions. If you're not, you know, I hope you take this advice and learn more about what these guys are looking for. And if, if you want some really good information, there's a website called Social catfish.com. They have a really amazing um, app and no one does a reverse image search like 
like social catfish does. And there's really nothing like this. You know, it's it's not like what Google uses. I mean, you, I know you can do reverse image searches on Google, but they actually use metadata uh, on the on the images and facial recognition so that they can scan millions of social profiles, including the biggest social networks like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And this this is really just a plug for them. They're not on Barter. They're nothing to do with Barter, but they do a great job. And they even have a group out there uh, for the victims of some of these scams to educate them on what to look for and all these red flags that I've mentioned. So socialcatfish.com, if you really are questioning whether or not someone you're talking to online is legit or not, I encourage you, copy their photo digitally, put it on that socialcatfish.com site. They have like a little search bar and you can put it in there and it'll run a search and it'll tell you if and where that photo has been used excuse me, just about anywhere on the internet. And that's some really good information. It ensures you get the best coverage and most accurate results when checking for that same image of people across the internet. So this is perfect if you're trying to verify if someone you've met online is really them. Um, and if maybe you're a photographer or model and you just want to make sure no one else is stealing your pictures without attribution or paying you. So there's another good use for that. Uh, but you just submit this you know, image in the search bar and it usually takes a few minutes to complete, but it is very thorough. And if you want ongoing use of that platform, there is a monthly subscription, but it's very cost effective. And the value that it can bring to you to save you the heartache down the road is priceless. So for any of you out there listening that could be single, using dating websites, or maybe you're just on Facebook a lot or Instagram and you're getting hit up by these guys and you've talked to a few of them and you're not, they're starting to get really serious and, you know, really strong communication with you. Um, you know, go to socialcatfish.com and take a peek around there and just make sure that the person that you're talking to is legitimate. So that's my tip and tool for today. I did mention a lot of these scams. This, the Casanova, you know, romance scams is so prevalent out there. Uh, be weary of all the same types of tactics of people, you know, using those ploys. If you hear that they're military, military men are usually not um, hitting you up on Facebook, you know, for dating purposes. And, um, you know, these people on offshore oil rigs, they're, they, they're not, believe me, they don't have the time uh, to be on Facebook soliciting for romance. So use that as a rule of thumb. Protect yourself. Make sure that your accounts are private, um, that people you know are the people that you're connecting with. Um, or you have a chance to screen them properly before you accept them as a friend. Um, so that's the information I brought to you today is how to protect yourself from some of these online scams. If you like what you heard, go to my Facebook page, drop me a note um, on the page. I'd love to hear from you to know that you were listening. And this podcast will be available on WWDB. AM.com a few minutes after we end the program. So you can go there and, and get the copy of the podcast and share that with your friends. So next week, we'll be back into our regular format. I'll have a nice guest from the Atlantic Barter Network. And as I like to say, be smarter, think barter. Bye. <laughs>